Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Ugo's Take. And my name is Ugo Amadi, and today we have very interesting topics to talk about. So just listen, sit back and enjoy. Once again, I would like to thank all those who have been supporting this podcast, either by following uh, my various social media handles on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, or who just listen every day, regular listeners. And if you're a new listener, you're welcome. So today we'll be looking at sports, um, especially what have happened in the past few days, especially this weekend in the footballing world, especially the Premier League, um, since the demise of two footballing legends. And I would uh, pay my respects and give my two cents about what has happened. And um, a, f- a former uh, Premier League player uh, made a statement on Talk Sport, which is um, a talk show, a, foot, a football show in the UK um, with respect to um, concussion protocols, I think. So I'll be giving my sense on two cents on that as well. And I'll be talking about a virtual conference that will be um, coming up very, that'll be coming up next year. I'll give a few pointers as to what to expect with respect to uh, those conferences. So, uh, but before we dive straight in to the main topics, main issues for today's discussion, I would just want to take this opportunity to inspire you, to motivate you, my listeners. And I usually say each time I'm on this podcast, I don't do this podcast because I'm perfect. I do this podcast because we're all humans, we're all growing, and anything as an individual you have to put into the universe to encourage people to grow, to help people grow, to help people become better, you should do it. So you might agree with me and you may not agree with me, and that's completely fine. It's okay to remember where you were. It's okay to think back to your past because most most times we're always in a hurry or we always want to move forward or press on forward which is good it's nice 100% it's good but sometimes reflection is important for growth you know sometimes it's good to think about what you used to be because there's some aspects of our lives in our past that were good that we've left behind you know that we've abandoned because we we have the feeling that we need to grow or we are growing we're moving forward and we forget those things that could actually make us grow take us to the next level now for me I have a personal experience when I was 10 I wrote my first script my first script for uh, a, a drama, I wrote my first script when I was 10, and I wrote a bunch of other short stories. But for one reason or the other, I wasn't able to to go on with, with those scripts I had created, and I somehow grew out of it, went on to do other things. No regrets whatsoever. But now, years, years and years later, I've discovered that 
I've come back to script writing, show notes writing, like for the show. You know, I've come back to the same point where I was when I was 10. So, so think to yourself, maybe there was a point when you were a good artist. You loved singing, not perfect, but you loved to sing. Maybe there was a point you were, you, you were passionate about caring for other people. And now because of the hustles of life, the hustles of life, I mean, and things like this pandemic that has come, that, is, that we're all facing at this moment, you have forgotten about that, that time when you used to care for people, when you were passionate about caring for people, doing your utmost for your community, doing your utmost for your society. So, there was a point when we were great. There were things as children or as younger people we used to do that we've abandoned because the world has become modern or we feel we're grown, we need to put off um, things that we used to do and that's the only way we can progress. But sometimes you may be going around in circles and going nowhere fast because you've abandoned something that was a tool or was meant to be a tool or a catalyst for your growth, for your progress. So why is good to always press forward, go on forward, progress, go higher in life, but it's always important to take a moment, take a few seconds and reflect and think and ask ourselves, wasn't there a time I used to love this? Why did I stop loving this? Was it all that bad? There's a saying that don't just stand there, do something. But I urge you, don't just do something. Think. Because we've all heard stories of classical maestros or experts in classical music that started when they were five when they were nine but and then sometimes we feel oh we've missed it oh I've missed oh go you know I used to have this passion this ambition you know I used to have this talent when I was 10 when I was 15 you know when I was seven when I was 18 even but somehow I lost it somehow you know the the cares of life the pressures of needing to earn a living believe me i know i know what it means you know chasing every pound chasing every dollar to make sure you can put your lights on to make sure you can be you know you, you could take care of your family to make sure you could do the things that you have to do as a human being because of those of these pressures you have forgotten what you used to have what you used to be good at at this point it's not late maybe you needed to leave that gift leave that talent and learn some life lessons but also go back take all that talent take all that passion and bring it to your mature self to your grown self and progress so 
go back to that time spend a few seconds go back to that time when you were great when you had that passion when you had that love when you had the talent and then bring it to the present and move on forward so we go on to the main topics of today's episode Now we are going on to the sports review section of today's episode. And basically I'll be running through some choice results um, in the Premier League this past weekend um, that I think I would love to talk about. I know there are lots of fixtures that were played obviously during the, um, the weekend. And unfortunately I won't be able to run through all the um, all those fixtures in today's episode but I'll just talk about some um, fixtures and some notable performances in the games that were played this past weekend so first off Liverpool Brighton was a one was one 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 draw and um, Liverpool took the lead <laughs> it was just a funny game more pay Brighton striker missed a penalty and then Liverpool uh, um, scored to make it 1 0. And then, towards the dying embers of the game, Brighton got a penalty and Vi again into, into the spot was brought to the spotlight because no week goes by without fans, coaches, players talking about VAR always something about VAR it's like the officials at Stockley Park don't quite know how to get it right because no one seems to be satisfied every week there's at least an issue an incident about VAR on VAR so Brighton got a penalty Um, players like James Milner (laughs) were of the opinion that it's making them fall out of love um, with with the game. But on the flip side, last season, Liverpool got a lot of decisions in their favour. Whether you say it were, they were the right decisions or the wrong decisions, but they, they were controversial. At least we could we can all agree on that. You know, you had the NATO goal, you know, in a game that Liverpool went on to win last season. You had the um, goal Chelsea scored. I think Aspliqueta, Cesar Aspliqueta scored for Chelsea. And the goal was chopped off. Liverpool went on to win the game. I'm not saying a bunch of wrongs or two sets of wrongs makes right. But um, to complain so woefully, he didn't raise any issues at that point James Milner and indeed no player from the Liverpool side or even Jurgen Club said anything about what was happening then so it's a bit I wouldn't say completely strange but it's a bit odd to hear him now complain and protest vehemently about um, the VAR decision Um, but all in all I think Mike Riley um, and all the um, 
referees and officials under him have to get this right because football always has a sense of injustice anyways when you lose even if the the opponent has 100% possession and all the goals were were screamers from the middle of of the field or the middle of the park you would still have a sense of injustice and how much more when you feel like someone is somewhere that you can see making a decision that affects the outcome of the game you know so i think VAR, the officials have to find a way to get to get it right with VAR. so that's it with respect to the liverpool brighton game but the impact was that they dropped two points and that gave um, Chelsea and Tottenham Hotspurs in the London Derby the opportunity to for opportunity for Spurs on the one hand to maintain their position and ex- extend the lead at the top of the table and uh, Chelsea an opportunity to get on top of the table for the second time in the season but as you would expect with every Mourinho side ever from what well, I say, from Boa Vista to to um, Chelsea to Inter Milan to Real Madrid to Porto, two spores that he's to Manchester United, two spores. You always expect a defensive shift. You always expect a defense-first approach, and um, he was true to form. Spores were true to form. They decided to defend for most part of the game, though. Uh, players like um, Ndombele, they played very well. Son ran a lot. <laughs> That's what I would say. He actually just ran throughout the game, but really didn't do much. And Harry Kane was missing for the for the most part. He was missing. I think the only contribution I really noticed in the game, or of any sort of note, I think was a pass he laid off for uh, Bergwijn. Um, the Dutch winger, the Dutch forward that played for Tottenham Hotspurs, and that was it, you know. So, and then the game ended all square, nil nil. Chelsea boss possession, as you would have as you would have expected. Um, the boss possession had a few chances to score, and then Giroud missed the best of the lot towards the end of the game when um, Welsh youngster. Rondon um, that plays for that plays a centre back um, committed a blunder headed the ball back to um, Hugo Lloris without knowing was blindsided by by Oliver Giroud and Giroud well he fluffed his lines and Hugo Lloris was able to gather the ball in and that was it so the game ended all square and Mourinho, in his usual way, he's come up with quotes. You know, he's like the darling of the media because he always gives them quotes, something to list, something to quote and replay over and over again. And at the end of the game, there's something he said uh, when he was being interviewed at the end of the game for the by uh, Sky Sports by. Um, a journalist from Sky Sports. So I just want us to I'll play this and let's have a listen to what um, Mr. Mourinho had to say. Yeah. 
with how many did they have. Um, and that's the thing that makes me really, really happy. We are not happy with the draw at Stamford Bridge. On the balance, though, of play and the chances they had, did you deserve any more than a point? You know, uh, it's a game without many chances. I believe that is a game where uh, probably they also wanted to win like we did. But it's a game where uh, we respect them and they also respect us. Um, nobody gambled. Nobody uh, tried to change the direction of the game. Uh, everybody was, you know, in a situation of one mistake, I punish you, I win. Especially in the last 15, 20. So that was um, Jose Mourinho speaking to uh, Sky Sports. So he said his team were not is happy that his team were not happy or are not weren't happy uh, with the draw. But if you're not happy, the only place you can show your discontent is on the pitch, on the field of play. That's where. You, you go on to show your ability, that's where you go on to decide to score, decide to win. But when you decide that you're not going to offer much going forward and just wait for the mistakes of the opposing team, then whatever you, whatever else you choose to say afterwards is just talk. So for me, it's Maureen, classic Mourinho making some wonderful statements that the media will play over and over again and that'll be all fun games for everyone and then he went on to say um that spoilers weren't um that sports weren't horses aren't horses rather in the for the title weren't uh, uh, horses in contention for the title or were ponies well Mourinho will always be Mourinho now the next game I would like to talk about is the Arsenal versus Wolves game. Uh, if this was, let's say, three years ago, I would say it was a shock result. I would say it was an upset. But with the way Arsenal has been playing over the last few years, or even more than that. Under Vanguard first, then going to Una Emre, now Nicolaseta, do fair game to Nicolaseta. He's um, tried to improve Arsenal, give Arsenal some some sense of steel, you know, some work ingrained work ethic and make them more. I wouldn't say workman like, but make them more aggressive and want to win even more. And play, try to get them to play high octane football, press teams, and defend very well. But they're nowhere near the heights that we expect Arsenal. You know, we always expect Arsenal at the beginning of the season to at least be competing for the top four, even though I think in the past three to four seasons, Arsenal hasn't been in the top four. Arsenal has been consistently playing the Europa League, but somehow we still expect them to compete for um, the top four slots, for one of the slots in the top four. But Arsenal hasn't done that, hasn't for whatever reason, 
been able to do that in this past season. And even this season, when the season started, there were some sparks, you know, there was some little inclination that um, Arsenal would would buck the trend and really press and really um, try to achieve things this season because it destroyed Fulham. Was it 3-0 or 4-0? They absolutely destroyed Fulham at the beginning of the season. And that got many Arsenal fans thinking, oh yeah, we are, this is going to be our season. William is the signing of the season. Now everyone seems to be complaining about William. Um, so let's talk about the game. Arsenal, the game ended 2-1 in favour of Wolves, of Wolverhampton. And uh, Arsenal scored uh, with Gabriel, the Brazilian defender, and Wolves scored via NATO. Nato scored, got the, the, I think that was equaliser. And then um, Podence, Portuguese um, international, got the second goal. So Arsenal ended up losing the game uh, by two goals to one. So they're still below the top 10. Arsenal below top 10. And we all know this season is going to be shorter than than usual because obviously the pandemic and and the uh, difficulties that it has brought you know brought to bear we the season is going to be shorter and the games are going to come ticking fast i don't know if arsenal will be able to make europa league this season i don't know if they would be able to qualify for europa league at least make europa league spots but it's just I think just nine games in a lot more to play for let's see what they do and who knows they could go on to win the Europa League after all they defeated um, Malde um, three goals to nil which I think was an away fixture so you never can tell let's see how it goes because football isn't a black and white football always brings up surprises but on current form and if you ask me right now, this moment, I would say Arsenal are going nowhere fast. They're going nowhere fast. And one game, I just want to uh, highlight one result. I think Leeds United, Everton. Leeds United defeated Everton one goal to nil. I remember when the season started, Everton was like a house on fire destroying all comers even taking a point of league champ league champions at Liverpool and everyone was feeling like yes this is it James Rodriguez yeah Ancelotti's got his man um James Rodriguez Dakore Allen in the midfield excellent wonderful Richardson but now it seems like Everton can't buy a win so What's happening with Everton make the top six? Fingers crossed on that one. Let's see how it goes. Now there's um, on Talk Sport, I think yesterday, Troy Deeney was a captain of Watford, Watford Football Club, former captain of Watford Football Club, I think he's retired now. Was saying something about, um, I think it was a follow-up from an incident in the Wolves, the Wolves, 
the Wolves um, Arsenal game where Raul Jimenez unfortunately had to leave the game because he had a, had a clash of heads with um, David Lewis. Lewis got his head bandaged up and he was still able to continue. But Raul Jimenez um, had to leave the game and afterwards we we'll learned that he suffered um, some injury in the score I don't know the details of it and when I know I'll probably state it up in the last in the next episode in the next episode of um, this podcast so but fair fair use to Troy Dini I don't think he knew or he had no he had knowledge of what had happened to Raul, Raul Jimenez or rather the prognosis or should I say the diagnosis the outcome um of the injury like what the state rather the state of Raul of Raul Jimenez injury the extent of Raul Jimenez injury you know but still let's say the that injury the ex it wasn't the injury wasn't that as bad as it uh, is reported at this point let's just say it was just concussion um Troy Dini was of the mindset that oh players know when they have concussions, when they if they're able to play. So um, doctors, their fate shouldn't be left in the hands of doctors, and doctors shouldn't have the final say. But come on now, doctors are trained, they are skilled, they have experience in dealing with certain situations, and as a as a sports person, there's this competitive edge, competitive spirit that you have. You always want to play. Oh, let's go. You you might be injured. You might have some head trauma and you're just, oh, let's go. With the adrenaline ru- rushing through your veins, running through your, your bloodstream, you're, let's go. Come on, let's do this. Let's play. Let's go. I can play. And then what happens? At the end of the day, you could get yourself even more injured or worse. Now we had the incident years ago about Puerta. You know, I think Carlos Puerta, the played for, um, I think we used to be a Sevi- Sevi- captain of Sevilla, that had a heart attack because he was still was he still allowed to play. He was still allowed to go on to play despite falling slumping down on the pitch he was still you know they tried to revive him gave him the AOK AOK and let him go on let him go on um, to the pitch and, and played and he got a heart attack I know it's a different issue altogether sorry different um, sort of injuries or, or medical issues but it's better to lose 20 nil than for a player to die or a player to have a life a life altering injury not just a career altering injury but a life altering injury so when the coaches when the medical personnel the doctors have said sorry you can play I think you're still showing signs of being concussive let the player go so Mr. Troy Dini disagree with you 100%. 100%. Now there are two sad stories, um, two sad 
things that have happened um, in the footballing world this past week. First, first issue that I'll be talking about is the death of Diego Maradona. Earlier this week, um, Diego Mar- it was announced that Diego Maradona, the Argentine football legend, um, played for Boca Juniors, played for uh, Napoli in Syria, or played for uh, FC Barcelona in Osiris career. I think we knew well, old boys. He played uh, so a few games for Newell or boys, you know, won the 1986 World Cup for Argentina, and you know, <laughs> um, that sent English football fans in, into a frenzy, and they've never seemed to have forgiven him, especially the first goal he scored with his hand that he said was the hand of God, and then but the second goal was just sublime exquisite talent ghosting past a range of players for converting for scoring the goal and he was a phenomenal player and he was loved by so many people and he's inspired so many footballers to go into the game to play the way they play even the likes of Lionel Messi has as one of his idols Maradona you know so just pay my respects saying a legend of the game has left the game. Rest in peace, Diego Armando Maradona. And the next issue, still a, a sad on a sad note. Senegalese midfielder uh, Papa Diop, that used to play for Fulham FC, was played Fulham FC, and he won the FA Cup with um Possum with Nigeria International, Juan Kokanu, and um, under the guidance of Harry Redknapp, he was announced that he had he's lost his life. He um, his death was announced this just a few days ago. I think just two days ago. I think um, if I'm not mistaken. Two days ago, his death was announced, and it was really, really sad because he was a phenomenal player—not just a phenomenal player, a wonderful human being, a very quiet person. I read up was speaking about him as well. Quiet, he was a quiet, gentle giant, and he scored, I think, Senegal's first goal in the World Cup. I think the Japan-Korea um, World Cup, 2002 World Cup. He scored. The goal, I think, the first goal for Senegal in the game that Senegal ended up winning against then world champion, then world champions France, and won the won against France. So, been a sad day for football and everyone uh, in the football world is a morning, and especially in Africa, we more Africa, um, everyone in Africa in, in Senegal. In the international world as well, mourn the death of Buba of Diop. So, I want to send my condolences to his family, the people of Senegal. Condolences, nothing can ever replace this wonderful player, this legend of the game, this legends of the game, 
of the game this beautiful game that we all love to talk about to play to watch but pray they all find rest and rest in peace On the sad note, this um, section or segment of this episode would be coming to will be coming to an end. But on on, on a more upbeat note, the next segment of this episode, I'll be talking about a virtual conference that would be coming up, and I will give also some updates on my comic books and what has happened to my Kickstarter campaign. I would also give an update. So keep listening as you always do. Yes, we're still on and for all those who have listened up to this point and are still listening you are the real MVPs so thank you so much for staying on and listening now before I go on to the main gist of this segment I would just like to say if you want to follow me on Instagram it's Ugo's Take as U-G-O-S underscore T-A-K-E if you want to send me emails it's to Ugo's take that is U G O S hyphen T A K E at coolsite.net. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's take Ugo that is at stake Ugo that is S T A K E U G O one word S T A K E U G O one word no separation at stake Ugo. Follow me on various social media platforms now first off i would talk about um a business conference that will be coming up next year i know we're still in 2020 but we're just about wrapping up with this year you know i think we're heading into uh, December pretty soon and once in December we start taking stock of what has happened this year and start projecting into a new year so if you're a small business owner an entrepreneur or you're thinking about going into business you know starting a new project then I think this conference is for you it would be a virtual conference I have two the two awesome speakers small business consultants that are on to speak and two other speakers will be joining them it's a business showcase that would give opportunities to businesses to show off what their business is about signposts new new deals they have um talk about their business network learn best practices you know from experts and also interact amongst themselves because i know with this pandemic there's the challenge of having to meet and network and show off one's business, show off 
while we have a small businesses the big businesses would always exist would always try find ways to thrive because they have the money they have the budget fair game to them because they spent years building this infrastructure but for small businesses there's a need for even more support and now Bexcon 2021 presents such an opportunity. Bexcon starts, stands for Business Enterprise Business Expo Conference. Business Expo Conference 2021. It's an industry, it's a multi industry conference it encompasses so it doesn't matter if your 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 business is service based or is product ba product based when i say products i'm using it in a limited sense to talk about maybe you're making shuttles or you're creating software or you're creating electronics you know so whether whether your business is product based or service based this is for you whatever industry you are in whether you're in the entertainment entertainment industry this is for you you come up and you come on and what's important it's free it's free absolutely free you don't have to pay a pound a dollar a penny all you have to do is go on eventbrite it's on eventbrite at this moment and you purchase your free tickets you just literally, you just literally go click on tickets click on purchase and you see it's zero zero point zero zero pound or zero point zero zero dollars wherever you are it's completely free this gives this would give you once again i would like to highlight it to give you a good opportunity to interact with other businesses from all over the world because we're having people coming from Spain, people coming from Germany, people coming from Africa, um, Nigeria, Ghana, all over the world. It's a good meeting point for businesses to exchange best practices and also show off, showcase their goods to potential clients, potential customers, you know, sell their services or pitch your services to potential clients and customers and do some engage in some b2b business to business sales and marketing so endeavor to be there steps again you go on eventbrite search for bexcon 2020 you will see the flyer you see the e-flyer on there and the price is free 0.00 pounds or 0.00 dollars wherever you are in the world it's absolutely free 100% free so endeavor to be part of this then finally let's talk about my kickstarter <laughs> um, unfortunately I have not been able to meet my funding goals for the Kickstarter campaign because 
there are books I'm looking to publish for those who are just listening to the podcast maybe this is the first episode you've you've listened to or you don't follow me on my social media um, handles I create comic books or I'm in the process of creating a comic book of creating a series of comic books I've created a series the scripts rather and I've engaged some amazing wonderful artists who have done some amazing work and I felt to raise funds to help me bring these books to life I would like to do a Kickstarter and I've done the third Kickstarter I've done and all through I've learned I've improved consistently um, through um, the, kicks, the the various Kickstarter campaigns that I have started but unfortunately even with this one I've not I've been unable to reach the funding goal my funding goal so that's gone but would that stop me hell no hell no um i guess i'm too bullheaded for that <laughs> so i'm still going on i have two books in the works green eagle is in the works right now and ghost Oni is in the work right works right now if you want to know more about this comics Go on to Wahala Comics on Instagram. Wahala is spelled W-A-H-A-L-A. So you go on to Wahala Comics on Instagram and you check out um, the various titles on there. There are various titles, but I'm working on two books at the moment, Ghost Oni and Green Eagle. There are other books that once I'm done with these two, I would um, go right in to work on those other books. You know, so... The Kickstarter campaign hasn't been a failure. It's been a good learning curve, good curb, good learning experience for me. But like I said, I haven't been able to meet the funding goals, so I've decided that I would stop for take a break off starting Kickstarter campaigns, learn a bit more, and bootstrap these titles into production. Use my own money. Use my own money and work on getting these titles published like i said there are some posters that you could win in a competition that will be started very soon free posters that you could win and you could have as collector's item that not you're not going to have to pay for anything you don't have to register nothing just free i'll be giving out details on how you can participate so if you want to participate let me know by sending me an email to ugos take at coolside.net once again is u-g-o-s hyphen t-a-k-e c-o-o-l s-i-t-e dot n-e-t coolsite.net so that's it with the kickstarter and now i would like to give a message out there to people you may be a creator uh, you may want to go into creating comics or graphic novels and things like that. Don't you stop. You know, don't you stop. If it's something you're really passionate about, don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. And don't stop. Just keep going on. Just keep going on. Because for me, like I said earlier on the beginning of the uh, a podcast, I wrote my first script when I was 10 and I somehow grew out of writing writing scripts and now I'm back to it 
and I'm sure I'm as sure as anything I'm not going to stop you know um, I started the first Kickstarter campaign to be honest the look the look wasn't that great so I stopped I didn't meet the funding goal started the second Kickstarter campaign they made the funding goal and then I started the third Kickstarter campaign the look of the campaign page was a lot better and I did a lot more in trying to reach out to people but still the game it didn't work why I share these stories is it's not only the stories of you absolutely winning that are worth hearing because there's some, there are people who are struggling and are about to give up that's why I share these stories you know sometimes some people who are, there are people who are struggling you know and they feel like, oh, I'm not just going to get this. It's not going to work. You know, it's not going to work. I'll just pack it up, give up, and just forget about it and do something else with my time. So I've had this struggle, and I've done the kicks. Not the struggle, but it's been a challenge, and it's been an experience, a good learning experience I might, I might add. I would love to add. You know, but... I will still go on. So the two books I in the works, Ghost Oni, Green Eagle, there are other books that also scripts are done. There's a horror, horror fantasy um, book that I'm working on. I'm done with the script and very soon it go into go in for illustration, have the cover page done, character concept creation and things like that. So that's it on today's episode of Ugo's Take. If you have any questions or comments or you want to be part of, of the um, show, you can send me an email. I've given it before. I'll give it again on my email. It's ugostake at cosite.net. That's U-G-O-S hyphen T-A-K-E-C-O-O-L-S-I-T-E dot N-E-T. Or on Instagram, send me a DM Ugo's Take as U-G-O-S underscore T-A-K-E or on Twitter set, tweet at me or send me a, a DM on Twitter as well as it's, at Stake Ugo it's S-T-A-K-E U-G-O so if you go on you can send me tweet, tweet at me or send me a DM and I for sure would get back to you and I'll, finally before I, for the episode ends, I would like to say there are other um, shows coming up on Ugo's Take. If you want to participate in, send me an email that I've already reeled out. There'll be, um, I'll be having some life, life coaches coming on. And if you want to participate and be part of the show, send me an email and you can come on and ask your questions to these life coaches, to these ex- sometimes business experts that would be coming on on the show. So if you want to be part of it, let me know so I could send you a link that will enable you to send voice messages or I could also send you a link so you could participate in the show, be on the show itself, ask your questions to yourself and have your questions answered by these experts life coaches business experts and when i say life coaches sometimes people you know draw back so life coaches or oh, are, are we saying these people are way better than us no 
every person you can learn from, you learn. Life coaches have taken time to learn some things in life that could make your journey a lot better. That's not saying they know it all, but it would help a whole lot if you could listen and participate as well. If you want to join me on the, the sports side of things and we could have a nice debate, maybe you feel Arsenal will make it in the top four this season, we could have that debate and it will be fun, enjoyable and engaging. So, like I said, let me know on all the platforms, social media platforms, or you could also let me know and I'll add you to the WhatsApp group so you don't miss any update. Finally, go on to Eventbrite and buy your free tickets, buy your free e-tickets to participate in the virtual conference. Virtual Mexico Conference is a conference for small businesses. It's a multi-industry conference. It's not restricted to any um, industry or any sector. As long as you're, you're, you're a business owner, you're an, an entrepreneur, or you're about going into business, you're free to buy this, you're eligible to buy the tickets. So this is me, Ugamad is saying, have a wonderful day. Enjoy the rest of your day and conquer your week. Bye-bye.